Mesa presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Okay, you guys. So no, much. no, no, no. I need to start the show. Oh, you need to start. Okay, go, please. For weeks, we've been teasing this. Oh, I'm glad you're starting with this. we haven't done it. Adam. How are we giving away no, these no, no, no. damn Marley's tickets? You, you're the tickets. one who came up with it. You take it, man. No, this isn't my thing. No, someone, you came up with this idea. Someone coordinated this event with the Marley's mm-hmm. and has been teasing for centuries now that we got to give away right. these tickets. Well, I can't actually remember what you said, even though it was a great <laughs> idea. So you're going to have to do it. <laughs> I'm, I got stuff happening, man. I'm busy. <laughs> it's this Sunday. This so Sunday we, we have Marley's game. This. Don't worry, we um, can pick a couple winners. All I'll, right. I'll pull up exactly what I wrote. Well, Jesse's to. doing that. I'm going to tell you what you're going to get. Box <laughs> seats at the Marley's, baby. Box seats at the freaking Marley's this freaking weekend. Steve, you haven't said a word <laughs> I yet. I was trying to see how long I could go. No. <laughs> saying a word. Steve just, Box yeah. seats! Marley's! For your life! Do it! <laughs> we still haven't told them what to do. Put the Marley's into your life! I don't know what to do. So, you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything. If you want to come to the Marley's game this Sunday, this Sunday, is, watch out. Yeah, Jesse doesn't put a cap on his coffee because he's freaking dangerous like this that. This Sunday, I only bust caps oh, in your ass. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's not even coffee. We're listening to Ludacris before. It is yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah, I put on Ludacris on purpose because I wanted. Uh, oh, yeah, it is coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the light was reflecting strange. Anyway, are you tired, Steve? I am. Here, wait. <laughs> so let's get to this. You will have Marley's <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Oh man, I'm so tired. Former and potentially future Leafs and current, but not Kasperi Kapanen. You're he, right. He might be there. We don't know yet. Jesse, go ahead. Marley's. <laughs> if you want to be at the Marley's game this Sunday with us, you will have to tweet us a photo of you and three friends. And show us where you watched the game, mm-hmm. and we'll upgrade you to our suite. Oh, I like so you it. You can watch the game in luxury. I like that. With I like us. that. All right. So yeah, tweet a photo. You got to include you and three friends. Uh, do do we have a hashtag? Marley's. Wait, I no. Know. I feel like that might be taken. SDP. Marley's life. Marley's life. No. 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 Okay. No hashtag. Just no, we gotta use the hashtag. We gotta use hashtag. Yeah. 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 For sure. I feel like Marley's life probably isn't taken. How about this? Maybe about, by like one of their super fans who's like, that's all I do is I okay. go to the Marley's so, and I'm the biggest Marley's fan. And you're not a Marley's. I didn't watch the Leafs, I watched Marley's. Yeah. Yeah. Hear me out. The sweet life with Adam and Steve. Oh! Whoa. How do you spell sweet? S U I T E. Like, like, yeah. Sweet. That took me not, a sec. Also, not sweet as in sweet. But maybe you're as excited in, to see Andreas Johnson. So it'd be the Swede life. Oh, oh, no. It's the Swede life with Adam and Steve. Which Maybe one, one, like one of you is Zach and which one's Cody? See, I don't, I don't, I don't get I'm that. I'm too old. <laughs> really? I just Cody's remember the show. Jughead now. Listen. Well, they're the, they're the same guy. Like They were interchangeable. <laughs> we're not even same. sure that there, there's more than one. It's just that they CGI'd a guy in. What like, are you two blabbing about? Like, it might have just been the same kid playing both parts. Yeah, I mean, you saw The Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. They figured the that out. Trap. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, was, this is it's <laughs> Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay Lohan. We don't know that, though. That's probably the same guy. And he probably has got two Twitter accounts like Kevin Durant, and he tweets from both of them. 
and has two oh girlfriends, and it's good times. See, people who have shipped Cody will angrily tweet you and be like, no, one of them is better. <laughs> and I can't kid, wait till those tweets. If you have kids right now, you probably know what we're talking about. If you don't, you probably have no idea what we're talking about. I got shipped. I, I understand shipping. You got shipped? Yeah. You and Jeff, right? Yeah, we got shipped. That's hot. That's hot. Hey, and then, and then, anyway, and then we so got tweet us. Your photo of you and three friends. Marley's life! Watching, no. watching the Leafs <laughs> game or whatever Marley's game life. you watch and how you watch it. And just tweet us the photo. Most creative photo wins. We'll pick the winners on Thursday, I guess. Right, it's hashtag will, Marley's life! And there will be several winners and no, not Marley's life. If what you is d- it? If you put Marley's life in there, we will disqualify you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a rule. Hashtag the sweet life with Adam and Steve. The sweet life. Hashtag Marley's life. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when is this again? This Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> hey, question for you. Since we're talking about fans, who do fans of the Senators like more, Eric Carlson mm. or the mm. Ottawa Senators? Wow. The answer is always Eugene Melnick. <laughs> <laughs> Great question and equally good answer. Thank you. <laughs> that is a wow. I'm going to say Eric Carlson. I'm going to go with Eric Carlson as well. Mm. Yeah, you're saying Eugene. You know, Eugene's the yeah, sleeper in that Eugene. race. <laughs> Jesse's holding tight to Eugene. He's bringing up the rear. Of a pole. He's D. Yeah. His, his answer is D. His. Sometimes the surprise candidate comes out of nowhere. <laughs> And he wins. Oh, but coming in the rear the is Eugene Melnick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's really hard because, like, there have been other fan favorites. There have been fan favorites for the Sens before Daniel Alfredson. I think. I think it's about a fifty-fifty split. I think. Okay, how many Sens fans, upon losing Eric Carlson, if that mm-hmm. comes to pass, will cease being Sens fans? Well, that's what I mean. How many people are fans of Eric Carlson and how many people are fans of the actual team? Well, it's like how the Habs broke Andrew Berkshire. Like when Subban was gone, he was done. And several. He'll be back. He's kind of half in now. He'll be back. <laughs> he's kind of back. He's back. <laughs> but uh, he wore, he's out enough that he wore a Leafs jersey to a Habs game. Mm-hmm. As yeah, a, as a front. Like, he would have never done that two years as ago. As a cover up. He did do it. Mm-hmm. God he bless him. He did it. And the whole it. game. Um, the reason I ask is because, surprise, surprise, Ottawa Senators management got all in a huff when Eric Carlson said, you have to pay me money. And this is my favorite part of, this was, I, I read 31 Thoughts, was it two days ago when it came out? And I was like, the whole time, I was like, ah, inside, because I was doing another show. But I, way to go, Steve, turn your ringer off. Um, here's, the con- here's, here's what Elliot had to write. In the immediate aftermath of Carlson's comments, there was a lot of anger. Inside the organization. You don't say. Owner Eugene Melnick is always the flashpoint, but it went deeper. <laughs> to unique Eugene Melnick's other people that work for Eugene yeah, Melnick. Pierre Dorian. Yeah. That was at least one, there was at least one tense meeting between the <laughs> captain and team officials. In conversation with Sportsnet Arashman Danny last weekend in San Jose, the franchise cornerstone says his quotes were taken out of context. I'm not sure how you could take those quotes out of context. <laughs> One of the theories around Ottawa's request for Carlson's list, and by the way, if you haven't heard, Ottawa asked for basically every player on the team needs their they need their list, and there are ten players with protected uh, protected lists that they needed to request. Uh, they requested Carlson's. Uh, one of the theories is they're trying to rattle his cage as much as he rattled theirs. So that's 
this is what you do. When your kid does something wrong, what you do, like let's say your kid throws a banana on the floor. The way to stop them from throwing the banana on the floor is to yourself throw another banana on the floor, right? See, I don't get that example because you didn't use a dog instead of kids. Okay. So please use a dog so, instead. So if my dog poops on the floor, mm-hmm. the way to stop my dog from pooping on the floor is to poop right next to the poop that my dog just took. <laughs> I don't think that's... I, I haven't Well, tried I that. mean, listen, that's if, if, if the <laughs> senator's logic that. is to be believed, then oh. that's exactly what they did. Oh, oh you rattled our cage? Well, we're going to rattle you back. Yeah. We're going to send you to... Somewhere else, yeah, where they might make the playoffs. Yeah, irreplaceable franchise cornerstone <laughs> whose contract is up, and we're desperately trying to resign. This is Take so great. This. Take this. Oh, I too can poop on the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll we'll trade you. Okay. All right. All right. So I get what I want. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Dope. Sounds great. Elliot, Elliot goes on to say, not long after I relayed the theory uh, to someone, I was uh, contacted by another source. He pointed to the 2010-2011 Senators uh, when they dropped to 26th in the NHL that year. They traded Fisher, Kelly, and Kovalev. I forgot Alex Kovalev was a, uh, a senator. Uh, this is going. That is going to be the blueprint once again. The Senators have 10 players with some level of protection, and all will be asked for their preferences. Now, I couldn't help but think. Couldn't help but cross my mind. That there's a specific contract on that team where if it wasn't there, if it wasn't there, you could pay Eric Carlson whatever you wanted to pay him. But because that specific contract is there, you're going to have some trouble. Oh, and it's good. It's, Adam, Matt Duchesne just got there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, Adam, enough about Alex Burrows. That deal. Adam, oh, that deal. Come on. What are you doing? Dave Notice comes back to haunt the Ottawa Senators. He might be our, it might be our greatest parting, his greatest parting gift to us. Is Phaneuf's contract, Phaneuf's contract that was gotten rid of cleverly by not him. Wow, think about that, and you think about that trade. Was that no? That trade wasn't known. Oh, two years ago. No, that was not. Uh, oh. it, was, it was Lou. It was Lou. Dude, dude, it was Lou. Okay, uh, Lou's in his third year. It was two years ago. Um, you think about that trade now. It's been such a blur. You had Greening, Mahalik, uh, Cowan, and Tobias Lindbergh coming the other way. Mm-hmm. And you trade Fanuf and, and something. Yeah. Oh, it was Fanuf and like <coughs> four prospects we'll never hear from. All ah, Casey Bailey, it plays sometimes. All of those contracts have since expired, except for Dion Fanuf. Now we've re-signed Colin Greening, but that's an AHL deal. Yeah. Um, that's I've, an NHL deal. Is it an NHL deal? But he's in the minors. Okay. Yeah. Well, the the point is, I do think that that deal in retrospect. As, as much as at the time the Leafs took on more salary, kind of looks bad. Kind of looks like highway robbery. For the Sens? Uh, kind of looks like the or, Leafs robbed them. Yeah. Yeah. It's always about the Leafs. Don't well, you ever, ever forget it. If Everybody, <laughs> I just want you to know your place in the world. It's a Toronto Maple Leafs world! Let's say, let's say they Talking hung on to all the those. Sens? Yeah, Leafs. Let's, let's say like they hung on to all those expiring deals, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying Dion Phaneuf was not a force for them. He was good. Um, but you still have Mark Mathot if you don't trade for Dion Phaneuf. You have $12 million in salary off the books because all of those players are gone, and you have not Dion Phaneuf's contract on the on the books, which is in, what is it, $7 million bucks? 7.1, I think. Yep. Yep, yep. I'm just saying. That's a deal that's going to haunt them. And how do you move that deal now? You can... Not. Uh, no, I think Nick Kiprios hit the nail on the head uh, during second intermission of uh, Hockey Night 
this past Saturday, which is must must watch television. Oh, headlines! I yeah, I am not just pumping my company's tires. It is Kiprios, Johnston, Friedman, who's usually the third to speak, hosted by Ron McLean. It is big shiny tunes hockey, nothing but hits. Always, it's thirty-one thoughts, but in video form and fast. And in your face, and usually with a beer in hand. It is the best. It's jock jams on steroids. Whoa. Yeah, everybody Yo, it's now two. Wow. <laughs> wow. It is electric circus. Whoa. With suits. Wow. All right. Good suits, though. Do you want to see Chris Johnson dance with the glow sticks? Because you can. On Every a table. Saturday night. I feel, like table. You, <laughs> I feel like if you ran into him in a Nashville bar, you might be you able might to see him. You might actually be able to see him live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <It's> a, <laughs> and by the way, we would say that with CJ here. in a Nashville bar. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> go, to, yeah, go to Nashville and try not to. They wouldn't <laughs> even luck. say hi. Their, their response would be, I'm in Nashville! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kiprios basically said, he, I, if I remember correctly, now I don't want to misrepresent him. Was he would trade? I him. do. <laughs> he would trade him if he was the Sens. I would too. The Sens cannot afford to pay a player like that. Chris Johnson said, "Hard to win a trade like that," and I think he's in, also correct. He's correct. <laughs> I don't think you win it. I think you just try to come out with. I mean, look what look what Colorado did with Matt Duchesne. Look what they were able to haul in for Matt Duchesne. If you got that's the new standard. If you got like what a fantastic. I take back everything I said about just eh, that's not true. He made some dumb decisions, but what a fantastic trade. If you get it if you get a haul like that for Carlson, you're probably thinking that's great. If you get a haul like that for Carlson, you got ripped off. You did get ripped it off. It better be twice that. My point <laughs> is, I don't know that teams can afford to pay twice that. I, I think you're going to have to like the market will only pay so much, right? You got to pay it's got to look like a junior hockey trade. Where you're dealing picks nine years down the line. <laughs> Hi, I got your second round pick for the next six years. <laughs> the other side of it th- is this. First off, it doesn't make sense to me, at least, to re-sign Carlson and then put him through a rebuild in his prime. Because that's where they're headed. They they know that they knew that it was last year and this year. That's why Burroughs got a two-year deal. Um, you know, maybe extended to the third year. I don't think so. Um, in terms of um, what their ability is gonna be. And it looks like they do like when guys linger. Oh, they yeah, they definitely let lingerers linger. But well, this is this isn't a problem you have to worry about until next year, right? Let Carlson play out this year for sure, mm-hmm. and then maybe come next year you see where you are. Come this time next season, and maybe if you're in a playoff spot, the you just run with. Problem it. is, is that Friedman say? the problem is is that guys on, with a year and a half left are worth more than guys with half a year left. Yeah, it's got to be like if it's got to be dealt like before the next season begins. I don't what, think that applies to Eric Carlson. No? No. I think he's too good. You deal him whenever. You get the same package. Yeah, but no team... I don't think you can afford to add Eric Carlson on the fly. You know what I mean? Well, six and a half million bucks, man. I think you can. Yeah. So you you think it would be playoff rental, Eric Carlson? Because you get less for playoff rental, Eric Carlson. Mm-hmm. But if maybe, you get full season, Eric Carlson, holy shit. That's what I'm thinking. It it's not, I don't think it's playoff rental. I think it's maybe a month in. Like early November, if they're, if they're right out of it next yeah. year. But I don't see why you don't let them play out this season for sure. I, I do. They're 9, 12, and 7. And their With goal differential... Like the exact same team, pretty much. Their goal differential is 70... They have 77 goals for 98 against, and it's not getting better. You know, that's, that's, that's why I kind of look at it and go, okay, well, if, if his 
you know, if that's the perception that the maximum value is now or this summer, because any team that wants him is going to want the break on the salary before they have to try to resign him, right? They're going to want that six and a half million dollars. Wouldn't you make the deal now or try to and then try to make keep making that deal until the summertime? Remember the Deshane deal got held up? Was that not the Sens who held it up? I thought I it was. I thought it was. <sighs> Boy, that team screwed. Mm-hmm. That team is so boned. Now if they start and winning. crocodile tears for me. Oh, crocodile tears from this Leafs fan. You know who's stoked about this? Habs fans. <laughs> you know who's stoked about this? Bruins fans. Bruins fans should be tap dancing. Like, look at the Atlantic right now. Look at it. <laughs> I'm looking. Look at it. The bar to get in. Like, the Bruins are third right now, and they have, like, at least three games in hand on most teams. Mm-hmm. I mean... Where are you guys planning on watching the Leafs-Bruins first-round series? Because it sure looks like it. Where are you? Like, even if the Leafs take a tumble, and it's like, okay, then Boston gets home ice. <laughs> right. And if, The Leafs have... Uh, I tried I tried looking at the standings on NHL.com, but they rounded points to a single digit. No. <laughs> I can't, I can't. To a tenth of a point. Everyone has four? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. That was, that's shocking. That's shocking. I guess we'll Why get to that. Why would they do that? You, should we talk about it? No, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What, where are we going to well, go I with mean, that? I it's mean, dumb. We're talking about the December playoff <laughs> picture. but You know what? It's dumb. All right, moving on. <laughs> All right, so NHL.com yeah. started rounding save percentage to two digits, which makes no sense. Yeah, so if you That's have it. a 919 save percentage, which is good, or a 910 save percentage, which is not good, <laughs> uh, so it's just shown as the same thing. <laughs> what complete <laughs> lack of knowledge of the sp- Sport. Like, don't ever have you ever played the game me ever again if you make that sort of decision. Well, it's, it, ever it's, again. This is the game. It's always That's been that way. <laughs> it's always been that way, though, too. Like, I can't believe that it, it has always been to three decimal points. I don't understand why it would just automatically just change. Imagine if they did that with, like, batting average or ERA. Oh, my God. <laughs> Baseball fans would lose their minds. You have a whole bunch of old old guys going with their canes. And Jesse. No. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, I, random question uh, that has to do with baseball. You Darvish was, who's a free agent, by the way. Sure. A lot of the, apparently he lost Game Three and Game Seven in the World Series because he was tipping his pitches. What does that mean? Uh, he was there was a tell to batter, so there was something he was doing in his movement that they could tell which pitch was coming. Because a lot of times, if you're throwing if you're throwing a fastball, or you're throwing a knuckleball or a curveball, you got to move your hand differently in your glove to get the grip. Right. So if a batter sees you moving your hand around your glove, he's like, oh, maybe a curveball's coming. But a lot of pitchers, they go through the same motion, so you can't tell what they're doing. Right. But I guess Darvish had some sort of tell where he was moving his hand a little extra to get a grip on a curveball. So then batter's Whoa. Like, Baseball. Yeah. Baseball, dog. If you're into micro, <laughs> micro, <laughs> micro, 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 everything. That's why I've started to appreciate it so much more in recent years. Right, I'm like, so, that's insane. Anyway, one so of the that. field dimensions are different depending on where you play. But yeah. But it's the same sport. <laughs> <laughs> micro, micro, micro. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Hey, we'll get to the stand. Where were we? Uh, we were? We're just talking about the decimal point thing. But here's back to... Back to the original, which is Carlson. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was going to go back to the standings. You have <laughs> 10 players, 10 players that have some sort of protection. That's a lot of players no, with a lot I'd, of protection. Let me tell you as a Leafs fan, that is a recipe for success. Good for, And good We've, for the sense. We have been there. Why is it just 10? 
Why couldn't it be the whole team? They you, should all be protected. Yeah, you breached you breached double digits. Why not more? Now, do you think they'll be? And this is going to take guts. Do you think they'll have the guts to go through a rebuild, or will they wait too long? Because here's what I, I think. A lot here's of what teams, I think they should do, which is trade Carlson as soon as you can and get as much as you can. Get as much as you can for Carlson, and and strip it down and do your rebuild. That's what I think you should do. What I think they will do is absolutely nothing. They'll stay the course, and they'll lose Carlson to free agency. That's no, what I think is going to happen. No, yep. Not a chance. <laughs> absolutely. Not somebody's a chance. Gonna, somebody's going to sign him. You telling me? No way. You telling me somebody wouldn't come in and offer him thirteen or fourteen million dollars? The Senators oh, absolutely cannot for sure do get that. outbid. That's why if they have a brain inside their skull casing, they will trade him at latest next year's trade deadline. At absolute latest. Ooh. Ooh, I'm so looking forward to the draft. What if that's a story for the draft? Eric Carlson? Mm, like, okay, with would the whole Matt up, Shane thing. Would you give up? No, this wouldn't make sense. because no Go one's ahead. Giving, no one's Go giving, ahead. No one's giving a, up, it's a long podcast, Adam. Go ahead. No one's giving up Rasmus Dahlin for Eric Carlson because that wouldn't make sense, right? If you're building a team. Wow, the first overall pick? No. No. That wouldn't make sense. No. Unless the only way that makes any sense is if a team that is clearly not that bad, like Tampa last year, misses the playoffs and, and wins gets the draft lottery. lottery. I know what happens. What? Oh, Jesse's got it. All right. Edmonton gets the number one overall pick. Nope. They trade it. Ah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> For Eric Can you imagine that? Well, they'd only be able to have him for one year because they can't afford him. Doesn't matter, that. McDavid Carlson. That'd be pretty scary. <laughs> I, That'd be pretty freaking scary. I'm, I'm looking a name up. I can't. Uh, I think his name is Jason Bro. I don't know how to say his last name. He's over at Dirty TSN, so boo, boo. But he was like, can we all agree that if the Oilers get Dolan, we just cancel the league? Like, it's over. It's done. We're done now. Well, they will win the lottery. No. Yeah. yeah no. They're going to win. win the lottery. And then oh they get God. Carlson. Mm-hmm. The most upsetting thing to me is the moment I realized that there's nothing wrong with the NHL draft lottery, and it's just the Oilers got astoundingly immeasurably lucky mm-hmm. yeah if they get that again yeah I don't know I don't know how much uh, we need this sport like I, I think nah. just throw it away throw the whole sport man, away man, if they get dog remember it's still the Oilers and they'll still screw it up right oh I'm not <laughs> saying uh oh the Oilers look out new dynasty coming no. I'm like oh what a no. shame for Dolan. And what could have been an amazing career. Right. And what will turn into a fantastic KHL career. I wouldn't I just wouldn't no, come. No, no. I just wouldn't come over. A no. great career in New Jersey. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh right. Mm. After he gets traded for, for Sammy who, Vatnin. Who's it gonna be? Sammy Vatnin. <laughs> we found it. No, because Vatnin's a defenseman. See, they've they've traded they traded their forward depth. Mm-hmm. Oh, to fill defensive holes. Paul so Mieri. now they don't have speed up. I think it's Paul Mieri. Character. Yeah. Beard. Maybe. Sometimes. Could be. A yeah. good another good player who just will have their career just forever measured against the accomplishments of another. <laughs> it's a great it's a great way to run your, uh, run your team. Again, as a Leafs fan. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend it. So both of you don't see a way that Eric Carlson isn't traded from the Senators. No, I, I don't think no, they can you, afford him. You know what I can tell you? I can, I'm going to hope that he does resign. You know why? Because it'll be a Carey Price anchor around your neck deal. Hmm. They will never be bad enough with him to rebuild fully. Look at them now. And, well, and, Look at them now. And, well they are pretty bad. Yeah. But 
it doesn't to me like I I would even question like if he came to the Leafs he, he'd be phenomenal right yeah it's, uh, it's but then he's third or he's twenty nine or he's thirty and you have to sign him to an eight year deal well, that's okay fair cost if Carlson becomes a Leaf it'd be insane you just fold the sends right like they're done you you can't there's no coming back from that none you're finished is forever. he is he dead in Ottawa. Is he like dead to rights in Ottawa? He's never, never even acknowledged. Kind of like uh, Danny. No, Haley? here's here's why he's dead. Or, sorry, here's not not why he's dead. Here's why the Sens are just dead. After if he were to go to the Leafs, fans would like him too much to hate him, so they would just hate their own team and become Leaf fans again. Because they all were. You're you're canceled. The Senators are canceled <laughs> if Carlson joins the Leafs. But I don't think that's going to happen. Man, I. But they're canceled. I think, I think at the end of the every day... seat. <laughs> They're canceled. I think at the end of the day, the Senators trying to quote-unquote rattle his cage is literally the dumbest thing you could do. And what a surprise. Eugene Melnick flipped his flipped his lid about something. I, I think it's, it's such a shame because, like... I don't know. I feel like Dorian's done some smart things. Yes. Having the Sens farm team, selfishly to me, in Belleville is a really smart decision. Brilliant. Yep. Just down the road. I mean, just down well, the road. And it's a lot it, closer than Binghamton. Isn't it amazing what the difference 30 games make? Because 30 games ago, we were like, wow, they were one game away from the Stanley Cup Finals. When the Sens beat the Leafs six, what was it, to four? Something like that earlier in the season? I was like, this, this freaking team. How do you beat these guys? They're the Leafs boogeyman. How do you do it? I made a whole LFR video where I was like, you can't even talk shit about these guys. Pay that man his money because you got to give them their due. And now look at them. Shocking. Shocking. I don't get it. I don't get what. No, we'll see what happens in the next 30 games, but they've dug themselves a bit of a hole. They can still get out of it. I've also been getting a uh, an education in analytics recently because mm-hmm. I was looking at the Leafs analytics. It, it's an ongoing education, but I was, I was looking at uh, not really the Leafs analytics, but this is as deep as my monkey brain goes. I was looking at their PDO, which is very high. And their possession, which is actually not very good. It's middle of the pack to lower middle Doesn't of the surprise pack. me. Yeah. <coughs> Those two things usually combine for eventual collapse down to earth. But now there's this new thing, as I'm just getting my head wrapped around this crap. At, uh, I think it's XGF. And I think that's expected goals for. No idea what magic and wizardry they use to measure that. No idea, but apparently they're like a top 10 team in the league with regards to that. Yeah, good for them. How many XGFs do you have? One. Just the one. Jesse? A couple. A couple. That's it. (laughs) That's all we're going to get from Jesse. We will never know their names. We will never know where they reside or what they do or anything. Just know that they existed. They're all famous. They're all famous. But enough about Lana Del Rey. Um... (laughs) Yeah, anyway, uh, speaking of Carlson going to the Oilers, um, or the Oilers getting the first-round pick, um, is it just me? And I've got a, a question here. Do we only notice Connor McDavid when the Leafs play the Oilers because he's Connor McDavid? Or is it because we we notice Connor McDavid because nobody's that good around him? To me... When I was watching on, on on Sunday, everybody talked about how great Connor McDavid was. He was. Yeah. And, you know, Curtis McElhaney stopping that shorthanded breakaway. <laughs> Man, that was, that was a big moment. Ten shots or something he had. But what I didn't recognize was where Leon Dreisaitl was. You know, it's funny. Like, like $9 million Leon Dreisaitl. Where's he at? This is why I think you got to respect, 
like analysts and people who do analytics for a living because sports fans by nature have a very, very short attention span. Sure. All playoffs long. Dry sidle, dry sidle, dry sidle. He was the guy putting the puck in the net. Not as much McDavid. And if he was talked about, it was, you know, how he's not scoring as much as dry sidle. Eberly, whenever the Oilers lost, they're like, Eberly, he's really screwing it up. Nugent Hopkins. <laughs> but whenever they won, it was all dry sidle. And, you know, were, were you about to say that. Like, you didn't notice Dreisaitl? I specifically and, messaged you guys and said, I, I did not, did Leon Dreisaitl play tonight? But who, and I knew he had, but has he, like... Has he caught any grief this season at all? I don't think so. What did he ever do to get... What did he ever do to sit at the you, you can sit with us table? What? Like, is he best friends with Chris Russell? That's my only theory. My only theory. When did Dreisaitl score in his own net? I need to know. How many hockey men approve of Leon Dreisaitl's game? No, you're 100% right, Adam. Uh, McDavid was the freaking ta- uh, Tasmanian devil. Mm-hmm. All game. Unbelievable. Like, last year when the Oilers, when things were going well, McDavid was great, yep. but the whole team was great to watch also. Sure, yeah, they were exciting. This was him trying to single-handedly will a win for the Oilers. He almost <laughs> did it. Do you want do you want a stat for, to back that up? Yes. Yeah. So, offensive zone puck possession. For Connor McDavid, two minutes and six seconds. Okay. Wow. The one guy. guy. <laughs> Wait, one, one person? Guy. <laughs> offensive zone <laughs> puck possession. <laughs> he took a 30th of the game. Two On minutes offensive. and six one seconds. Guy. One guy. The next closest player, Tyler Bozak. Oh, man. And Who has been great since getting yeah. the shits yeah. in Vancouver? He held the puck in the offensive zone for 35 seconds. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> like, he's insane. <laughs> he's almost four times better than the next human being on, on ice. ice. Not even yeah. teammate. Wow. That's amazing. Wow, how didn't they win? Oh, my God. That's from well, the uh, TSM broadcast, and that's, so credit them. That, but the, I, I got to say, man, like, that's that's the thing. It's It's... Is Connor McDavid really that good? Or And he is really that good. Oh, I was like... But when you watch him play... He's so breathtaking because it's almost like there's no team playing with him. Oh, and and uh, yeah. like when I you see, see him saying. break into the zone, I bet you for the majority of those two minutes, uh, I don't forgive me if I'm wrong here, and I'm sure Oilers fans will back me up because they've been watching this all year. What I see is Connor McDavid leading the charge, <laughs> and then Milan Lucic going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who can keep up with him? No one, no one, can, yeah. post, no one can support him. Yeah, no one can get into the zone. He is always alone it's against so three guys. Funny, like I mean, you tend your eyes tend to watch the team that you're cheering for. Sure. It's so watching, it's so funny watching the Leafs play any regular game and then the second McDavid is on the edge fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. <laughs> because there's nothing, what strategy do you have to stop the fastest player to have ever existed? Mm-hmm. You don't have one. You did, No one does that. No. Did you see that crazy drill that uh, trainer Matt Nickel has McDavid do in the offseason? No, what to do? So, in terms of like hundred meter dash sprinting, he trains with a few other guys. I want to say Wayne Simmons was definitely one, and I want to say Sam Bennett was another, but I might be wrong there. They're faster than he is, straight line. But he has this drill where you run, you begin your sprint, and then at a certain distance, there's two lights. One of them lights up, and you have to run towards that side and around like a certain thing. McDavid murders everybody. 
he, he the way his brain just processes things faster than Reaction any, time. any regular human. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I learned that from Thirty Thoughts. I just remembered while I was mid thing. But watching the Leafs go, okay, we gotta get Cadrio, gotta get Cadrio, gotta get Cadrio, and then they get Cadrio, and they're like, okay, it still wasn't that effective, but okay, it, it did okay, it did okay. But then the second McDavid found, you know, McClellan found a way to get him on the ice against someone else. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! How do you stop that? How do you stop that? How do you have that on your team and not be first place? I don't know, man. I don't understand. Well, and that's that's what I I, I has got to be the frustration. Entry level deal, by the way. Oh yeah, he's still on an entry level deal. <laughs> but that's got to be the frustration for Oilers fans. Like how? I mean, what? And and for Connor himself, like what is he supposed to do? Like how much more does one guy need to do? Control the puck for three minutes. <laughs> he might have made it happen. What I was going to say about Drysaddle, <laughs> to your point, I he had like I think a scoring chance in the third period, and I was like, oh, there he is. That that was probably the first time I noticed. That's not nine million dollars to me. Nine million dollars is dominant. Oh, Adam, he's eight something. <laughs> okay. Eight million dollars is dominant, dominant, dominant. Eight million dollars is more. With the eight million he's making is more than Steven Stamkos. I'm pretty really? sure. Yeah, Steve, doesn't Steven Stamkos make eight flat? Oh my god. You know what? You know what's good about the Steven Stamkos deal, other than for Lightning fans? <laughs> he was right. He was right. He yeah. was right. He picked the right team. He picked the right price to get the right teammates. He was right. Like, I hope other stars around the league go, you know what? Smart. Stamkos is at 8-5. And Dry Settle is at 8-5. That's... Not the same. They're not the same player, you're saying? No. Hmm. The That's salary crazy. says the same. It's amazing. They are exactly it's amazing. the same. They it's have the exact same skill set, exact same parents. They yeah. are the same guy. It's amazing what money does. It's Lindsay Lohan, the parent trap. <laughs> it's it's amazing what money does. <laughs> like, Dreisaitl is one of the best players in the league, probably. Yeah. Or he's like top 50, certainly. And we're talking about him like he's a bum because he makes too much. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I don't. I don't. Clarkson think, would have been great in this city if he made like I don't know two and a half. If he played, don't if, bring if, that up again. Let, let, but let's not pretend <laughs> they under that. Remember that? Yeah, it was a thing. Remember that, Adam? Your point. Let's not pretend Leon Drysaddle's having a banner year. What hmm. are his numbers? Because I feel like that was part of the reason they hiccuped at the beginning of the season is he was out. Got it. Didn't they start okay? Like, didn't but, they destroy listen, teams in the first couple of games or something? Here's, here's shooting percentage at 12-7. 21 oh. points in 26 games. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's real Ooh, good. He's almost point a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not bad. He's about, what are he's, you shrugging at, Adam? He's about the same pace as last year where he was 77 and 82. See, okay, I think I know what Adam's getting at, even though he hasn't said a word yet. Those are, gr- those are good to great numbers. Uh-huh. He's getting world destroyer money. Those aren't world-destroying numbers. Yes, Jesse? I think that's what it costs for a 22-year-old who can put up 77 points. No. You might. I don't think so. I don't... Uh. I mean, you could make the argument, because Austin Matthews in 26 games is 26 points, that, I mean, what's the difference? Play center regularly? I still... Again, why don't they play him at center all the time? I would. McDavid, Drysaddle, Nuge. Who stops that? Who in this league? And you have good wingers there. There's some talent. Mike Camilleri, former 40 goal scorer. 
That was something that was definitely exposed in that game. I'm like, whoa, there is not a whole lot else. There's no, well, you got like Patty Maroon, Lucci. Big rig! <laughs> Lucci, who's definitely going to get better. Yeah. Ryan's. <clears throat> you know what's. Uh, Fully RV. I are would we, take. Is, is this. <laughs> This podcast has to be impossible to listen to for Oilers fans. <laughs> oh, they're probably yelling at us right they're now. They're the new team that we find a way to bring up every show. Yeah. Now, this one's fair. They just played the Leafs. When is it not fair? They've been a story this year. They should be doing well. And also, Cam Talbot's out, so that's not fair. And Laurent Boussois did a good job. Maybe it just sticks out because we took like a year hiatus from beating them up. We took a one-year hiatus. We never beat them up. We I were like, hey, man. We, yeah, we felt the same. Listen, are we saying anything that's untrue? I'm just saying no. the, the, listen, Leon Dreisaitl is a great hockey player, but am I saying that he for, they for sure gave in when they shouldn't have? Yeah. I think they're paying him what you have to pay him in this market. I think anybody would pay a 22-year-old who will put up 70 points a year, $8 million. Eh, could be right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but he's not. Especially with the salary cap going up. I don't think that deal's going to look so bad. No, you're right. That you know he, he, right. he can only get better, right? The thing, yeah. I guess you're, you're right. You're right. You're the thing about right. deals is... The day they're signed, they're their most expensive. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what, Jesse, with the with the good rational take? Okay. Jesse with the good take. Jesse with the good take. Anyway, I just didn't <laughs> notice him there. Um, yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, ideally they sign him for less, but they didn't. But you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. The value will go down. Or, mm, no, it will. the value will go up. The question yeah. is, <laughs> of him. can, he, can yes. he put up those numbers without being on Connor McDavid's wing? Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably the best place for him. What, Connor McDavid's wing? No, not on Connor McDavid's wing. Oh, man, it would it be great to see It makes the Oilers a deeper team. Instantly. And then all of a sudden, like, all the wingers they have look better. They're playing with better players. You know what I mean? A Drake Kajula, Anton Slepyshev, uh, and the like. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and name the whole Oilers roster. They got some players that can make a racket. Mm-hmm. Cassian's annoying. Yep. Lucic, I mean, he's still it was got sort it. of a dumb hook on Josh Levo, though. He's, oh, yeah. he's that was might have been the dumbest penalty I've seen in this he's year. He's a little bit legitimately crazy, but like he's <laughs> he's. I mean, every team's got one of those. Carroll looked good. Who? Hmm. Which one? Uh, did I not say more Kara? Jujar. Oh, Kara. Yeah. I thought you said Kara. I'm like, no, he didn't. No, Kara. He was yeah. in the box. Or yeah, no. he was in the press box. I thought he looked good, man. He, I was, like, impressed. I was tweeting, I thought Oilers fans uh, really dodged a bullet there when they lost uh, Griffith instead or Griffin mm-hmm. instead of Kara in the expansion draft. I remember saying on the podcast, when we got to our teams, I go, I take Jujar Kara. Now imagine how bad they look without him. Oh, man. And you might go, what? He's a depth. Mm. I, again, Leaf fan here, you, you need that. You need that. Remember when the Leafs paid a very expensive price for 33 games of Brian Boyle because they didn't have that? Yeah, you need that. Um, some actual Leafs leaks from Elliot Friedman. Uh, there have been rumors that Brendan Shanahan wants to bring back the band in Toronto. That is, keep everyone in the front office in the same <coughs> positions for at least one more season. But there's no confirmation and no and a real desire to keep this kind of information very quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Lou is on his last year. I can't see any reason why that wouldn't happen. Me neither. And I saw some Leaf fans panicking that this means the Leafs are going to hire Dubas. Or, sorry, lose Dubas. Um, why is this the straw that breaks the camel's back there? 
Really? Like, surely he... He's got 40 years of a career left. Like, it's not like, oh, man. <laughs> I feel like, dude, listen, you, why not just hang in here for another year? And then, like, I, we understand that we're veering from the plan a little how bit, but old? things are going really well. Like, I don't understand. What's the record for oldest human? Like, Lou Lamorello's... What, is he going to be 75? Yeah. At the beginning of next season? Wasn't he 73 when he was hired? He's an old man. Like, he's going to retire, man. He's going to retire. I don't know. I just... No, I need to go to the Avalanche now. No. Yeah, he's now. 75 right now. So next October, he'll be 76. Come on. One more year? I'd do one more year. Literally one. Yeah. But he'll, like, bully time into making him older, though. Like, <laughs> Lou Lamorello will know. It'll be like 140. We'll be like, how does he do it? <laughs> With more Stanley Cup like, rings than fingers. Lou, death's coming for you. Death wouldn't dare. No. <laughs> no. Um, at this point, do we say... You're 140. How did you do it? I'm not at liberty to... Uh, we like to keep it internal. <laughs> we, oh, my God. He has the secret to longevity. He has the, sec- the fountain of youth, Lou. Please tell us. No, that's... Uh, Sorry, it's an NDA. No, yeah, no comment. Um... <laughs> the Grim Reaper is found on LTI. Now that we've successfully questioned everybody beyond the, you know, Connor McDavid in the Oilers organization, and probably I'm not done. Fire Tom McClung. Pissed off Sorry. an entire fan base. I do want them to do well. I maintain that. I want the Oilers to do well. The fans deserve it. And I also no, cut, no, you're not into it. Some, I'm into it. Some fans deserve it. Okay, I need to talk to I need to talk to good Oilers fans right now. <laughs> I know it's going to be hard for you to see this from the outside, but you have no idea how fascinatingly entertaining this is from my perspective. You have no idea. There's woke Oilers Twitter that every day gets out the biggest drum in the world and just pounds that thing, talking about all the issues that there are, all the mistakes the team have uh, made, the mistakes they're going to make, they're on the verge of making, why they're bad, why things aren't working. And there are droves of Oilers fans who watch them lose, watch them with their eyes, who go, no, absolutely not, nerd shithead moron. Don't you dare talk about my amazing team that's great and not losing all the time. How dare you? Oh, I can't wait to see Because they just had their thing taken away. They were just given their toy. They were just given their toy. They were just given the playoffs, and now they don't want to admit, and I don't blame them, that, that it may not happen this year. Can you imagine the Oilers don't go to the playoffs this year? Jesse, can you look something up for me? Did did the Oilers pay a second-round pick for Peter Shirelli? I'm pretty would sure. would be third, that, wouldn't it? No. I think it was a second. I think I know the Leafs gave up two thirds. They did not. The Edmonton Oilers currently have all of their draft picks through 2020. But like, did they maybe already lose that pick? Because like the Leafs already lost one of their picks for last year. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I don't know because the Leafs had to pay a third for Lou and a third for Babcock. I'm pretty sure the cost for Chiarelli was a second to Boston. And I think that might be part of the reason how uh, Boston got those three consecutive first-round picks that one year. I think they did. I don't know. Oilers, good Oilers fans, woke Oilers fans, woke Oilers Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I have no other option but to thoroughly enjoy this. It's fascinating from the outside. Again, here. I know what I know what being the cartoony joke looks like. And it's so good not being that. Mm, but I want them not to so be. Good. I want the <gasps> I want the others so to good. win, man. I want them to win. But it's so good. I want McDavid versus Matthews. First off, I want Matthews to play when that happens. You know what? But I want it to be good. There's so many people on Twitter where I'm like, God, every time the Oilers lose, my heart just bleeds for you. I feel so bad. And all the comments below it are people who I'm like, not an ins- not 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 an ounce of sympathy. I hope your team loses 82 consecutive games next year. Jesse. You deserve it. Despite relieving the Bruins of outstanding salary obligations to their fired GM, Shirelli's acquisition by the Oilers came at, a, at an additional cost as the Canadian club was forced to part with a second-round draft pick wow. under the NHL's wrong-headed executive compensation policy. What a dumb policy that was. Okay, rock-headed? Who wrote this? <laughs> this is from the Edmonton Journal. Uh, Stoffer? Bruce McCurdy. Ah, uh, Bruce McCurdy. I met him when I was in Edmonton a few years ago. There you go. Hey, speaking of Edmonton. Well, I was going to ask, Steve, how did you score the majority of your NHL goals? Oh, you know, you've said all this? this stuff, and I just wanted to know how you <laughs> scored the majority of your NHL goals. I told you guys Mark Spector was on fire, and can boy, you, did he light things up. Can you explain the entire situation? Well, okay, Justin Bourne from The Athletic said, My least favorite breakaway move is backhand five-hole. Even when it works... It's the goalie's fault. So many more effective moves. And that was in response to Connor McDavid's uh, backhand five-hole move, I believe, on... On McElhaney. McElhaney, McElhaney played brilliantly because yes. he opened up but had a stick down. So Bourne tweeted that on... What uh, was it? That would have been Sunday. Sunday. And yeah. then two hours later, Mark Spector responds, How did you score the majority of your NHL goals? <laughs> Forgetting the fact that... He, t- he tweeted at him directly, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And Justin, or Justin Bourne, remember, did play in the <laughs> College, AHL. ECHL, AHL. I think he had an NHL exhibition game. His so, dad was Bob Bourne. Um, Cups. And then Spectre apologized. I know. He did apologize. He did. He said, uh, and I believe he said the, the response, he, he, just, he didn't mean to disparage... Justin's hockey playing career. But what I liked about the apology is he didn't apologize for the remark itself. Yeah, that's what I didn't like either. So, oh, I didn't realize Justin had the hockey playing acumen that he did when I made that comment. The actual apology would be, you know what? I shouldn't talk that way to people who have an opinion about hockey. Yeah. Do you want me to read it verbatim? Yeah, read it verbatim. Yeah. All right. An apology to JT Bourne for my shoddy tweet. I had no knowledge of his college-slash-pro hockey career when I questioned his NHL goal-scoring acumen. My ignorance. As such, the tweet unfairly disparaged his hockey career. My fault entirely. Poor work on my part, Justin. Apologies. Now, uh... And he deleted the previous tweet. Yeah. He got ratioed hard. He got ratioed so hard. I don't know exactly how hard because they took away one of the decimal points, but he got ratioed very hard. Um, Between 10 and 50. I I asked someone after that happened. I go, wait, is he just taking the piss and like he knows born? They go, no. And I go, the balls, the balls. Man. Imagine the balls. Oh, spec. I just think too, 
when I, it was another it was sort of like when I first read Ken Campbell's tweet when I just I see it and I go you're about to have a bad night <laughs> you're about to have a terrible time yep yep this is gonna this there's only one way this could end so here's, Apologies. here's what this comes on the heels of and this is what's so interesting is Mark Spector not the head of the Professional Hockey Writers Association? Yeah, and I would love to know... Sorry, go ahead. I think you're... We're walking down the same path. Were they not complaining about a harmless, harmless tweet from the Vegas Golden Knights not two days earlier? I disagree. I disagree that it's harmless, but we'll get to that. Harmless tweet. It's harmless. It's Twitter. Well, we'll Good lord. We'll get to that. A, a, a harmless tweet, in my opinion... Okay. From the Vegas Golden Knights, not two days before, about players from a specific team, Nashville being the team. Uh, sorry, um, journalists from covering Nashville being fans of Nashville. Yeah, that was Friday. Yeah, and I know because I read it on the train. If yeah, oh my god. If you tweet something like that, it's like forty-eight hours. This harmless tweet from Vegas, allegedly, allegedly, which you know, understandably, I think pissed off a lot of people. There you go. Um, and then and then you have a guy coming in, and then I just wonder what the you can't be expected to be a journalist all the time if you're a journalist. I don't think. Mm. Can you? But, like, I, do, I, I don't just, know. I just if wonder, you're a pizza delivery guy, do you just, like, mid-delivery go to the mall? You're a pizza delivery guy. Do your job. I'm just wondering what the, what the, what's the debate there? Is there a debate? Or is it just, yeah? I'll tell you what it is. Well, it's definitely, yeah. Um, I think it's hard. To be a beat reporter for a shitty team. Oh my god, I can't imagine. It's hard. And I say that, Oilers fans going, what the... Listen, I think it's hard to be a beat reporter for a shitty team. Uh, having seen Leaf fans, it's it or sorry, Leaf fans, <laughs> Leaf reporters, hell of a Freudian slip there. Uh, having seen people who cover the team on a beat the years before Austin Matthews. The t- the year they finished last, I mean, I don't think that's actually that hard. Really, you're writing, you know, they were expected to be bad. You're writing about the rebuild and how it's going. You're writing about how individual players are doing, the young guys, mm-hmm. puff pieces. You're writing about how the guys who are definitely going to get traded at the deadline are good guys. Like, I don't think that's hard. <laughs> the Horacek. A oh. uh, 55 game run was murder on those guys. What do you talk about? You can't. There's there's a certain beauty to being uh, able to do what I do because I get to jump off the walls and do little sketches with toys and put on an army hat and a tank and get into televised arguments with Nick Caprios. It's hilarious. It's a silly, goofy, dumb life. If you're a beat reporter, what do you do other than talk about? 55 games of endless shit. That's what that was. They won 11 times in 55 games. Endless, merciless shit. And I had a reporter come up to me. They shall remain nameless. At the beginning of the next season. And they went, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. And I'm like, what the f***? Good to meet you. What the? They're like, your videos are the only thing that got me through last season. I go, really? Oh, me and my wife. 
Oh, wow. Watch watch them after every game. This is someone who talks to these guys on a regular basis. It's hard to cover a shitty team. So he, do you think that's just frustration then? And it was just... Yes. It came out in the moment, heat of the moment. Toronto media, Justin's yeah. Toronto media. Mm-hmm. And they're probably like had enough of us going, wow, this team is so great. Check out the Marlies and how great they are. Oh, here's yeah. another piece on how great the team and, is. And some people misconstrued some of the stuff I said about King Campbell as excusing it. I'm not. I'm simply trying to be like, okay, where did this come from? Right. You right. Look at things still, in the end. Yeah. So bad is bad. So is we bad. mark it up to frustration. Any mark, apology? Mark, mark it ah, up. we <laughs> we spectered you late that oh! it was <laughs> that it was some frustration. And and that, you know, people make mistakes and we've all tweeted dumb things, right? It's hard when you've, I think, not just endless shit. Like, imagine a decade of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then a goal away from third round of the playoffs. <laughs> uh, then back to... <laughs> uh, That's so hard. So, you guys are okay with Vegas' tweet? I, listen. He is. So, well, now, can, I, can I just read let's the... Let's read um, it out again. So, Vegas <laughs> tweeted... The other teams scored, and reporters covering their team started clapping. And then they did a little sm- half-smiley face, you know, where you're kind of like, uh, Yeah, oh, the, the side-eye? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Jim Diamond tweeted this. On behalf of the Nashville media, we thought it was important to request an apology and retraction from Vegas for their irresponsible tweet. Below is the copy sent to their media relations department. And the copy sent to them was, I'm writing this on behalf of the Professional Hockey Writers Association chapter of Nashville, as well as our entire media corpse. We take exception to the irresponsible tweet copied below. And then the tweet is disrespectful to our credentialed media, and we would like a public apology and retraction from the Golden Knights Twitter account. I mean, I can see what I can see why. Oh, I can see why. The tweet was a little offensive. Well, I mean, it calls into question their integrity, and a journalist's integrity is what they have. That's all they have, and and I think I, I get that. For and it's really they, it, it called their integrity into question for really no reason. It was just a, a tweet to get some retweets, right? Here, let's. What if they weren't lying? What if there was somebody there clapping? Oh, I wouldn't think that would happen. I don't know. You ever been in a press box for a game? <laughs> no, I've never been. It is been. eerily quiet. No, like I've it's uncomfortable. Um, so it was a bad joke. I've it's a bad seen, joke, and that's why I thought it was harmless. I'm like, ah, it's a bad joke. I've seen a reporter cheer in, a, in a press you box. You have not. It was a Marley's press box, though, and it oh. was years ago. Years ago. In an NHL press box, never. 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 They barely bat an eye when a goal is scored. Never. I mean, I've only had... Mm, I've had very few opportunities. Right. But like, even the World Cup of Hockey, none of that. Unless they were completely... I have seen it, but it, like it wasn't a reporter. It was like they were decked out in the team's gear, and it's clearly like someone who just works for one of the teams. One right. thing I've heard is that at that's the Olympics, funny. all of that is out the window, and, and other countries openly cheer for. Yeah, that's shocking. Countries. Yeah. That is shocking. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the World Cup too. There yeah, was oh, a, yeah, a soccer? great. Wasn't yeah, there yeah. a viral video of like the Italian yeah, guy crying? just jumping? <laughs> <on>. <laughs> yeah, that's the last World Cup. Yeah. So apparently, <laughs> journalists that may just be who knows Olympics. who knows based on your culture, based on what your you know what the standards and practices are in your particular country. Mm-hmm. I understand why it offended them. I just so thought irresponsible. I thought yes, irresponsible for sure. But what I thought the the my reaction in saying it's harmless is to the massive response on Twitter about it. It was a little Which, much. It was like, again, all I could think of was you going, there's stories Excuse about... Excuse me, everybody! <laughs> but our integrity was called into question! 
<laughs> Not the natural ninja. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh my god! And then every team. All we have in this profession is our integrity. Every media member from every market had to weigh yeah. in and go, I am not a fan. <laughs> no, I not I. And I was like, oh my God. Like we, guys, it was it a, was a tweet. Yeah. It was a tweet. Listen. I understand Nashville, I understand the Nashville media wanting to get the retraction. I get that. But, at a certain point, are we not overanalyzing it? Nobody's accusing every every journalist that ever existed no. and picked up a pen and paper and a keyboard to say, you're all fans. Wait, no one's accusing who? <laughs> Uh, the the me journalist? Who, me? <laughs> Again, I'm sitting there on the train, and I just go, hmm, yeah. they're about to have a bad time. They're about to have a so, very bad time. I guess the reaction, I understand, because I guess if your your own personal credibility is brought into question, but there was a lot of people weighing in who really had nothing to do with it. And Absolutely I was like, yeah. nothing to do with it. But there, it, was, it was three but things. But I, too, am a journalist. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. <laughs> You called a journalist's integrity into question? Why? I am a journalist! How dare you, sir! Dish! Um, now, okay. Was that a glove slap? That was a, no, it was just a straight up back. Oh, just mm. dish! Okay. Skin so, skin. three things. There's three big problems, okay? One, it was a joke that bombed. Yeah, yeah. Which happens all the time. That's Listen to this show. <laughs> oh my that God. we are the all show the that bombs. You know how many times I listen back to this show and there is a, a silence that is maybe eight tenths of a second and I just go, oof. Like, just, yeah. We oh, should have a bad joke whoa. playback. Like we just pick up the bad jokes know. over the course of the last month ago. It's just an audience booing. <laughs> Boo. Like, no, it's one guy. Boo. Yep. Uh, okay, it was a joke that bombed, and it's hard. Uh, everyone rips on the Vegas Twitter account. It's hard to create. They're trying to create a personality. Yeah, they've gone a very tough angle where the Leafs every now and then will throw in a little bit of personality, but it's mostly just... But the, remember, the pro. Leafs don't need to. No, they don't really need to. They're the to. freaking Leafs, man. Well, and Vegas is brand new. Their Twitter, the Leafs' Twitter and Vegas' Twitter represent their teams. The, the personality that those teams are trying to have. The Leafs are trying to be, we're all about winning here. We're trying to develop a culture of winning. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're all about winning. Why did you go Barack Obama? I didn't mean to. <laughs> you did. That you was did a little Barack. bit. Uh, I just uh, wanted <laughs> to say that uh, we're going to win the cup. Matthews is going to get first. And we're going to give it to Tyler Bozak third, as we discussed on that <laughs> clip that you uploaded recently. I don't do a good Barack. That's not uh, bad. That's not I, bad, I, man. I like it. I, I believe it. Yeah. It's good. I yeah. like it. You work on that for like a couple of days? Yeah. 10 out of 10. All right. Yeah. You're only... SNL, SNL here, here I come. Yeah. Damn it. That won't cause problems. <laughs> that won't be a, a terrible mistake. So anyway, <laughs> the Leafs are all about winning and, and professionalism and blah, 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 eyes on the prize. Vegas, I mean, Sin City. They're trying to be all about fun. Mm -hmm. They're trying to be nothing but jokes. And the thing about putting jokes out there all the time is some of them suck. <laughs> this one bombed. Ah. The other thing. There was two, three things, right? So there's one. That's, that's one. <clears throat> that's one. Two. The other thing. Did you not see during the playoffs last year how much the entire hockey media world, especially, adores Nashville? That's why, that's part of the, okay, so... We were part of that. Absolutely. There were two reasons why everyone came out and supported. The first was, who, me? 
The second was, no one talks about the Nashville media that no, way. No, Those are put, my friends. Nobody puts Nashville in a corner. No one puts Nashville in the corner. I went to a bar with cowboy boots and a wood floor with those people. How dare you? I went to a bar where there was like a table with salt on it and we played a game. I forget what it was called. Shuffleboard. Yeah. I saw there was a real still functioning jukebox. We put $20 in it and danced until the sun came up. How dare you? The third thing. Could Vegas have gotten away with that joke if it was about the Toronto media? Ooh, no. I think the answer is yes. I think it yes. would have been worse. It w- oh, the backlash would have been from Toronto. And it would have been ten times worse. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I, I'm going to stay neutral. Fans, I don't know. Fans of other teams would have found it funny. Mm. Edmonton, Calgary, all the Canadian teams, for sure. Sens fans, yuck, yuck, yuck. Slapping their knee till it's red. That it would have been at very least a it, it would have been at least a nose laugh. Yeah. Because ah, uh, Toronto media and their home there's an implied thing about the Toronto media. Okay. Um that well at, at the same time, it's a hard place to play and they're homers. <laughs> Can't be both, folks. Can't be well, or maybe it can. There's enough media members that it could be, I guess. But there's an implied thing. What about if they made that joke about the Oilers media? We make that joke every show. What's it going to take to criticize Chris Russell? And that was a relatively recent thing. If Vegas goes, oh, yeah, the Oilers media was clapping in the press box, I'd have laughed. Would you? I still think the media would have gotten upset. Oh, the Oilers media would have. Yeah, and I think there's so much more Toronto media that more people would have gotten upset. Do you think... Just Toronto, though. Yeah. They wouldn't be randomly coming out of Montreal and like no, defending. But I think there's so much Toronto media that it would seem triple full. But the fans would back them up, at very least. And the fans so, of other teams, Toronto fans, yeah. would have been still as upset as Not, Nashville fans. Who hates the Toronto media more than Toronto fans? It's true, man. But I have to be honest with you. And they hate them. Like, oh, friggin' Kiprios and this guy. I get people telling me, like... Tell Kiprios to this and that and the other. I'm like, man, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> What's Kiprios? I love this. What's Kiprios like? I don't like him. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Always. Like he's, he's awesome. Uh, honestly, I don't know if you don't like his opinions or not, but he's a really great guy. But <laughs> like, I don't like him. Tell me about. But it, it was like, but it's like Mark Spector. If you if you base if you base your likes on Mark Spector's Twitter, he seems like a cantankerous guy. But when you meet him, he's really nice. Dangle. Yeah. He's like, oh, just a really warm dude. We got yeah, we got to have him on the show. Oh but, yeah. No, and the third thing. Well, sorry, this was in the middle of the third thing. It was Nashville. If you say that about the Leafs fans, or sorry, Leafs media, again, Oilers media, maybe even like some Habs media, just because they're known as so kooky sometimes, parts of them, I think you get away with that joke. But Nashville? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about them. Like, they just seem, like, quiet. Yeah, why are you picking on sweet old Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. Quiet, professional pros. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Diamond, Adam Vingen, and just... They just kind of put their head down and do their job. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why them? Like, if you you picked your spot there, it might have worked. You still might have had to apologize for it in the end. But fans... On mass would have been like, come on. 
And at very least, you have fan support, which is what they're going for. Well, what I loved was the the general outrage, and yet Vegas was the only account that made the claim. No fans were going, I, or at least from what I saw, no fans were going, yeah, like agreeing with it. Most fans were oh, like, agreeing oh, with, oh, haha, they, yeah, they, they definitely sure caught cheered. those media guys. Like it was, it was like. One Twitter account made that thing, and it felt like the entire industry had to respond. It was like, okay, guys, like I just, <laughs> it was a little much. Like it was just, oh, okay, we get it, we get it. And there was another shitty thing about that whole thing, is so you made the point right at the beginning, rightfully so, that this was two days, or sorry, the Spectre thing to uh, Justin happened two days after the PHWA requested uh, an apology Retract. from a hockey team, right? <laughs> but people were. I guess I guess it was after the whole Spectre born thing. We're going, oh, the PHWA can dish it out, but they can't take it. And all this stuff. And I'm like, wait, again, again. Mark Spectre does not represent that whole organization. No, and you know how many <laughs> people are president. in the PHWA? Yeah, there's a lot. It's crazy. There's a lot of people. A lot of people. And again, what does this have to do with Nashville? If it was a Nashville writer that went after Bourne, yeah, that makes sense. If Jim Diamond was like, yeah, Justin Bourne, well, your backhand sucks. (laughs) No match for my backhands. I call it the diamond back because it'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) The the diamond back. No. Because it'll get you. (laughs) Yeah. No one is a match for Jim Diamondback Diamond. <laughs> Why did I make him into like Jake the Snake I Roberts? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why the Diamondback will get you either. It will get you. I don't. I don't know. Get why. it because it's like a snake or something. I think, mm, or is no. it a spider? I don't remember. I don't think oh, a Diamondback man. is a thing. I think it, the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's got to mean something. It's not the back of a diamond. I don't think <laughs> to all the writers you, to all the writers who do listen to this show. Let me just say this: We, we love you. We we know you guys. Some, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, it's a fucking hard gig, and I have all the respect in the world for people who yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, How many of them right now are going? I'm not going to take shit from some asshole who works from home in his pajamas. <laughs> well, that's fine. Whatever. Listen, in his in his empire <laughs> his of toys, like a Diamondback is is, is a, it a snake? It's a rattlesnake. Yeah. It'll get you. It'll, it'll the get Jim you. Jim Diamondback Diamond backhander. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Diamond backhander. <laughs> no. Diamond back. All right. It'll get you. No, if he had said it. Can we sell I, T-shirts that say the Diamond? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and give him none of the royalties. <laughs> none. And the j- Diamond back will get you. <laughs> and put Jim's face on his face, but just like cartoon eyes a little bit. Yeah. And copyright. It's fine. And then <laughs> socks. Yeah. Diamond back socks. <laughs> Diamond back socks. <laughs> back socks. We'll just call them back socks. Back so- same. <laughs> All right, so diamond back socks something. coming next Christmas. If he had yeah. said something, it would have been. No, we're, we'll rush order those right now. <laughs> the Listen. people shall have their diamond back socks. They'll get you. They'll get you. <laughs> oh, go, go out and get them before they get you. Back socks. <laughs> Diamondback socks. Diamondback socks. <laughs> yeah, but once they're popular enough, people will shorten it to back uh, socks. Uh, right. But the full official name is Jim Diamondback Socks. Yes. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, if he had said it, I would understand that criticism, but to lump the whole PHWA... Oh, that's crazy. Is, it's dumb. <coughs> and and by the way, I just want to say again, as I was about to say before, Diamondback socks! <laughs> got it! <laughs> Jim <laughs> We genuinely, like genuinely, I'm reading 10, 15 articles a day. Like I'm reading tons and tons. I have so much respect for members of the PWHA, members who are not, who still write. It yeah. is a tough gig. And I understand being upset about, about that on behalf of other colleagues. But let's all take a break. It's a bad joke and bombed. And sometimes, and I just kept waiting for somebody to say, well, that was a bad joke and it bombed. Well, okay. Then I guess it's number four. It's a bad joke. It bombed. Wrong subject, and they just did that Boston thing oh, yeah. with the Ted reference that everyone Boston. got upset about. Uh, where they put all the well, that was a, that was like a month and a half ago, man. That was a while ago. <laughs> now it happened. How yeah. many Twitter accounts do you hear getting in trouble? You're this right. is the only one, and this is the second. Yeah, time. and that like that one, that one, the first one was so boneheaded. And stupid. Like, how did you not see that right, coming? Like, you freaking dummy! You, come you on. You have all the leash in the world. You're a brand new team, yeah. and then with that one tweet, your sh- your leash is shortened. And, yeah. then, and now what? And now the standard is re- retract. That's two retractions before Christmas. That's pretty good. Hmm. <laughs> that's uh, that's probably two more than every other NHL Twitter yeah, has ever had. It's true. Like when, like the Kings are the ones with real personalities too, right? Well, I'm, yeah, people. I was trying to think. Like, people got really, mad at them, but like they, I don't think they ever had to apologize. Sorry, yeah, no, and they shouldn't have. No, as far double as, down, unless I'm forgetting something. <laughs> double down. When you're wrong, double down anyway. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the the Canucks, which I was trying to do about 25 minutes ago. Because we've just pissed off the entire Oilers fan base and probably media too. Um, I want to talk about. We should have him on. At what point? Oh, I want to have him yeah. on, and I want to know what's wrong with the Oilers in his view, and I okay. want him to say things like the Oilers just quit. Yeah. But Canucks. Canucks. <laughs> at this point, do we say great run Canucks? It might be over. Okay, so what has their record been of late? Well, they lost. It's difficult to keep up. Five to one last night. Ooh. But they currently sit. Um, Didn't Besser have the one though? He's still amazing. 16th? They're 14, 3, and 4. They've got 32 points. If you were to put them in the Eastern Conference, they would be, like, if they were put them in the Atlantic Division, they'd be in a playoff spot. But the West is harder than that. Um, they're, two, <coughs> they're, they're two points out of a playoff spot. They're 2 and 3 in their last um, five. It's funny. Like, but I there's, know there's been a. Three in a row, and they're 4, 5, and 1 in their last 10. I know we're. And Horvat's out, right? And mm-hmm. Horvat's out. Yeah. For a while. I know we're. I know we're. We're past the Jesse point of too early, mm-hmm. which is American Thanksgiving. But for a fringe playoff team, is it too early to be saying those sort Might of things? Might be too early. I just wanted to ask. I'm asking the question. Yeah. Is this the is this the point or do we- having Horvat out's bad? Mm-hmm. That's very bad. Do oh. you think they're exactly where they are? They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. We didn't you know let what? them off the hook. This is exactly where I probably would have pegged them. Yeah. No, I would have had them lower than this. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest with you, man, they're, they're, they're there. They're yeah. fourth from last. They're where? two points out of a playoff spot. Like in the league? No, from in their conference, fourth from last. Yeah, but what does that mean? You just said they're two points back. Two of points. A spot. Two points back of Calgary, which holds the last playoff spot. Colorado's two points behind them, and you've got Arizona. Yeah, but it's a conga line there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I know fourth from last. It sounds terrible. Well, look, but I mean, like, yeah, Anaheim's thirty-three, Chicago's thirty-three, Minnesota's thirty-three, and then the line, and then Calgary wild card at thirty-four, Dallas wild card thirty-five. 
Oh my god, they're right there. Yeah, they're right there. Okay, but Blaze got to They got to They got to get it together soon. Or that hurts. Um, you know what we haven't talked about on the show? The Jordan Subban trade. And I got pooped on a little bit. Why? I made Vancouver Canucks fans angry. Because I said, wow, that's a bad trade. And I don't know. I think I stick by it. I maybe don't say, wow, that's a bad trade. But, like, I just don't understand. Like, Jim Dowd is, I don't know, it's a stopgap <clears throat> mm-hmm. because of an injury. Mm-hmm. For the Canucks, who I was under the impression were rebuilding. Mm -hmm. But you know what I didn't consider when I said that is, let's say it all crumbles down. It all falls down. For the Canucks, they could just flip out at the deadline if they really needed to. I mean, a lot of teams need a guy like that at the deadline. My issue was giving up on a guy like Jordan Subban this early. Righty, on D, he's only 22. That's mm-hmm. not that old. Um, he's struggled badly this season. No goals, five assists in 16 games. But back-to-back 36-point seasons as a 20- and 21-year-old. I I just, I feel like, like okay, a lot of Canucks fans were like, well, we're getting a surefire NHLer endowed, and we got, uh, you know, we got some magic beans with Subban. I get that, but I just feel like those magic beans might actually... Become something. <laughs> Become a beanstalk. <laughs> and Dowd's not playing above the third line ever, right? I don't think so. I mean, unless there's an injury. In 16 games, he has one assist. Oh. Yeah, like He's you gave 90 up. 90 games in his career. He's 27. Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't see. Apparently, his fancies are good. Like his oh, fancy okay. stats. but I don't know anything about him. But, no, me neither. I was like, <laughs> who is that? <laughs> yeah. When the trade happened, I just feel like, yes, you get a known commodity. But you're giving up on potentially a right an an, an NH an eventual NHL right-handed defenseman, which is worth its weight in gold. You know, it's it's so hard to find a player like that. Yeah, but now every Subban brother has been moved. Huh. yeah, it's true. Wow. Yeah, Malcolm wasn't traded, but um, James was- Reimer not cutting it in Florida. That's a shame. Uh. This is what uh, this is what Elliot Friedman had to say. I can't imagine Florida will wait too much longer to wade into the goalie pool either, and I think they are looking for someone youngish who might be their future. God, that's ah. such a bummer. Like, you want to talk about a team that is spending far too much on goaltending to have this issue? Mm-hmm. Florida. We thought they had to lock down. Poor James. What's the matter with James? I haven't. And what does if seen okay too so much of them. so Toronto suddenly has this. "Quote unquote strength at goaltending, right? It's Garrett Sparks, great. Calvin Pickard, uh, Casimir Krasuswo is with uh, the Chicago, Chicago Wolves, I believe. Yep. Um, so and they, forty-one save shutout monster Curtis McElhaney. Well, that's Woo! do you do you help Florida out and make a trade, or do you go? No, I'm going to hang on to this because yeah, if it's too much, too much to turn down. Yeah, no, like if Florida, if you have decided Florida's paying too much for this guy, all right, cool." But I don't know. Why would you give up either of Pickard or Sparks? I don't know. I just don't understand that. To a divisional rival? No, thank you. Ew. No, I don't I don't feel like it. If a team like Edmonton comes knocking, or who are the three teams that were listed as needing goaltending or looking for goaltending? Well, Florida Edmonton for sure. Yeah. Um, I think there was another one. <clears throat> yeah. From 31 times? I think so. I don't remember. I don't remember. There's, wow. a, there's so much of basically this whole show is like a recap because the, there's so much it's that he so put there. It's so good though. Um, so it, I, I, I just best I, show prep. Yeah, really. In the league, I look at Florida though, and I think I don't know what they could give us. 
that's within reason. Like Aaron Eckblad would be fantastic, but it's never going to happen. No. What can Florida give you that uh, that would be better than having two stellar goaltenders in the AHL and have a overperforming backup goaltender, which is totally fine by me, and a starting goaltender? Like you'd really have long. to give up like I don't even know. It's so strange because like let's say it's Pickard, you have mm-hmm. such an immediate reference point for what Calvin Pickard costs. Yeah, but. Then again, Vegas's goals are different than Toronto's. I don't know. And with Sparks, uh, you know, potentially being day to day or whatever with an injury, I mean, why would you trade? Yeah, it's all the more reason not to do that. Sabers are going to make moves. Uh, they said, "Don't ask about Jack Eichel." But Sam Reinhart, Rasmus Ristolainen, and Marco Scandella uh, are they would, just got the price is high, but Ooh. they say they won't consider they they wouldn't not consider offers. And also, uh, Patrick Kane and Benoit Pouliot are both on expiring deals. Uh, not Vander. Patrick Kane, Evander Kane. Right. Thank you, sir. I I don't think Evander came last the season in Buffalo. No, I don't think. I, I, you I, see I think the overtime any... winner the other day? Yes, 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 yes. Oh. He's like most likely to be traded, I would think, yeah. in the league. And that would be his fourth team in how many seasons? Uh, well, Atlanta, Winnipeg doesn't count. Oh, yeah. I guess that's not count. So, <laughs> yeah, Winnipeg, Buffalo. I guess it'd be third. No. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I would say, can you believe this is his fourth team? <laughs> So, who's going to say that? Someone's going to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I almost said it. So. Where there's smoke, there's fire. It's his fourth team now. That's going to be great. There was an article yesterday posted in the Calgary Sun, which, you know, even being out there, the Sun here in Toronto, the Sun out in Calgary, they like to get your attention. I thought there was only one Sun. It's like in the sky. Oh. I thought the Sun would be right. No, actually, there's many, okay? Your heliocentric model. Congrats on being a father, Jesse. Um, So in that article done by Eric Francis, who has worked with Hockey Night in Canada and, and, you know, he's been a a writer for Sportsnet and I believe still is, um, he says that for sure, if the arrogant, and he called him arrogant in the article, Nahid Nenshi, mayor of Calgary, doesn't change his attitude, the Calgary Flames will be sold to Houston within the next three years. Now, what is interesting about that is James Myrtle responded, and James explained. Oh, I did not see that. What's wrong with this piece? So you should read the whole piece. I'm not going to get into the whole thing, but I wanted to tell you that part because James said. He, did did the stick to sports crowd jump all over it? No. I don't no. <laughs> Weird. James said, here's the thing that's mistaken in this piece. Flames ownership do not, based on the precedent set in Atlanta, get to sell to whatever market they want to and profit hugely. Atlanta's owners, Atlanta's owners received only a portion of the sales price to Winnipeg. This is because Bettman explicitly said Atlanta ownership, uh, the Atlanta ownership group did not own the rights to the Winnipeg market, just as Murray Edwards and company don't own the rights to Houston. They can't cash out of Calgary for $600 million U.S. Uh, the NHL and the Flames are going to trot out all kinds of Houston-Seattle boogeyman here to try to get as much of an arena uh, paid for as they can. That's about all this is. I will be stunned if they leave Calgary, which is a top 10-15 hockey market worldwide. And I agree. There's no way they're leaving Calgary. And uh, they're doing the same thing that Daryl Cates was doing when we were— Daryl Cates and the Oilers group were doing when we were out there and they were negotiating uh, the Rogers Arena deal, which was, uh, you know what? Wait, well, we just might just have to move them. Worked for them. Sure did. Way to go. Way to screw it up for everybody there, Daryl. Andrew Hockey Team. Uh, from Boomer and Warner. Which is the morning show at Sportsnet 960 in Calgary. Uh, Stephen Brunt was on. Uh, and this is from that account, from their official account. 
Stephen Brunt on why the Flames won't leave Calgary. You can't just move teams in the NHL. You can't just sell them and have them move. This isn't the NFL, kids. Yeah. The NHL generally doesn't like to move into markets where they might be able to get $700 million for an expansion team. The NHL also doesn't like to close off escape routes for teams in real trouble, like, say, Arizona, that's going to need a place to go. You can float that stuff about how they'll be forced to move. It's pretty easy, but there are several compelling reasons why it's almost certainly not true. Everyone, can you, this is Steve talking now, Dangle, Glenn, whatever. Uh, Everyone, can we put on our friggin' big boy pants and figure out Calgary? Because I'm bored. I'm so bored of this shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, you know who's more bored? Flames fans. Oh, man. Yeah, and the, the thing I, is, I bet they're building up a lot of goodwill with their fan base right the res- now. The response from Flames fans is so interesting because they are so not for paying this arena. They, they, they are like, no, 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 no. We're not going to pay twice because they'd have to pay in their tickets and their taxes. Why would they want to do that? Well, and I've, yeah. I've seen a few people argue ag- against that logic, but it's not. That's not the culture not out there, man. They don't compelling. like that. They don't, they don't, they don't like a millionaire blatantly ripping off the city. No one should. Yeah. No one should. And they're, they're anal about public spending, which you should be. You should worry about where your dollars go. Absolutely. You work work hard for your money. I don't, I don't blame them at all. I'm actually was, it's quite heartening to watch because of what's happened in, you know, with the Atlanta baseball deal, uh, with some of the things we heard about Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, um, you know, just some, like, there has been some really bad deals done in the States lately. I just want to freaking figure it out because I'm so sick of hearing about it. Well, how about this? I'm going to ask you a question about another Canadian market. The Sens, hold them. No? No, the Habs. When, when an owner has to come out and say his GM has his full support, that usually means the GM's in trouble, right? Usually, but there's no Canada. Like French <laughs> Canada, SMS Canada, in the land. And the other Canada is opposing Canada. If you live here for one day, you'd understand. Jeff Molson has officially come out and said that Mark Bergevin has his full support. Good. Now, I don't know if you guys read this, but Andre Markov did a little interview about what his negotiations were in uh, in Montreal this summer. Now this is crazy. It was in uh, Le Journal de Montre- Montréal, uh, and it's a the Montreal named, Journal. Yeah, a guy guy named Jonathan Bernier. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Not actually him, but he's a uh, a journalist named Jonathan Bernier. No, it now, is actually him. Oh, it is. It's just a different name, just, or a different person. Sorry. Different person. Same yeah. name. I'll let um, you talk. Okay, that's really confusing, Steve. So essentially, Jonathan <laughs> Bernier, the journalist, asked Andre Markov about this, and you know, I think what did he finish like ten games away from the thousand game mark or something like that with Montreal? An incredibly long career. Um, they are very mad, very, very mad about Mark Bergevin. So Sergey Berezin, former Leaf, was Mar- uh, Andre Markov's agent. Oh, really? And he was decertified by the NHL as an agent. So Andre Markov decided to represent himself, and here's what he had to say. Um, well, his, his wife is actually in on the interview and she said the Canadians were Andre's family and Montreal was his home. When people ask him where he's from, he tells them from, uh, Russia. Oh, try, you try to read that. Voskrenesk. Vos. Damn, Russian. Voskresensk. Voskresensk. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's my shitty North American way He tells people he's from Russia, but his home is in Montreal is what his wife said, which I think is quite nice. Now. Um, here's what Markov had to say. 
As an athlete and as a person who spent 16 years of their life in Montreal, I would have liked it if they'd respected me. That's all I was asking for from the team. I'm going to be honest with you. There was practically no negotiations with Montreal. I got two or three offers, uh, and they said, either you sign or you don't. No one listened to me. No one wanted to listen to me. That's what happened. So I had the, chan- the choice to sign on their terms or leave them and find a new team. And he left and found a new team. Now, doesn't that sound suspiciously like PK? And what P.K. Subban said not a month ago to The Athletic about his dealings with Mark Bergevin and the Montreal Canadiens when his contract was up. DeHarnay was dumping on the team recently. Danny Briere was dumping on the team recently. Oh, Michelle Therrien told him he was a useless piece of crap. No, one, no one respected one likes him. him. Hmm. Just throwing that out there? It's just, uh, it's just, it's almost like, almost like, it's a scenario I can imagine where Subban being the culture problem on the Montreal Canadiens was not the case. He's gone. He's been gone. What's the problem? And, and you know, it's funny, the team he went to haven't had a culture issue. In fact, you could argue they are the, the biggest growing culture fans and team in the league. Nah. One of the most healthy nah, it's expansion not like markets the ever. The entire hockey world went to bat for them a couple of days ago. <laughs> well, but right, rightfully so. It's I don't know. It's just all those things you heard about him. This, that, and the other. Hey, maybe they were true. I'll even give you that. Maybe he did do this and do that and do that. Uh, there's still a problem. When's your next Subban for Weber trade? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have one left to make? Fire the GM, stupid! But don't. Don't! I love the Sens being the way they are. I love the Habs being the way they are. The day we recorded that podcast, Jesse, and I'm pointing at you because Adam wasn't there, unfortunately. I said the Atlantic Division was a bunch of clown cars. Mm-hmm. Has been. Look at the standings. Look Has at the been. standings. Are they, are they clown cars? I mean, it's like Tampa Bay and <laughs> Toronto on good goaltending. I, should, I shouldn't have called it clown cars because clown cars are crowded. Mm. The Atlantic playoff picture is not. That is the big difference. Tampa, the Leafs. I will give the Bruins the respect they deserve because I don't think people thought they'd be in this position. They've battled injuries and they have games in hand. They're doing very well. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that. I'm just saying. It's almost like no issues, zero issues, got fixed by that trade. We just won the division. Shut up. What have you done for me lately? You stink. I'm going to read you a tweet before we go to press conference, and this is a little bit more serious. So I'm setting you up. But I'm going to leave it without comment because I think the tweet says it all. Stasia Robotai or Stacey Robitaille, who is Luke Robitaille's wife of 25 years. I was once in an elevator with at real Donald Trump and a man with him at Madison Square Gardens. I'm assuming this is when Luke played with the Rangers. He was aggressive and told me I was coming home with him. I laughed, stated I was married to a Ranger. He guaranteed me my husband didn't make as much money as him. And she signed it with hashtag this is our president. So that just came out while we were on the show, so I figured we should talk about it. Really? Yeah, or I figured we should just bring it up. Really? So I'm presenting that without comment. Let's go to break, shall we? 
right? No, not press great. conference. Uh, here, here. <laughs> I'll provide a comment. The president of the United States is a piece of shit. Done. Press conference. The presser. Uh, we had three fun things to get, silly things to get to, but I guess we don't have time for them. One of them was... Good. We do, we do, we Let's end time. on that note. Uh, the new Bachelor bios are out. That was one. <gasps> we can do that next Two. Episode. Um, the NCAA lacrosse draft names are out. Oh, come on! And three... Some bros in Los Angeles trolled a courthouse. I saw that. So those three thing, funny things we had to get to, I guess we can do none of them. Oh, what? Can we actually? Because I got to stay. I didn't realize this, but I got to stay. I don't think we have time. I got a texture. I, I don't that think was we have the time, text. Steve. I don't think we have time. <gasps> no. So on Thursday. That's what we'll do. We'll do funny things. Are we recording at a different time on Thursday or something? A little earlier. A little earlier? Like oh, that's hours. right. We talked about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, fourth thing that we can get to. So we got one out of four. Jake and Smallwood was traded. Hey, oh, our boy. Uh, I was going to clap, but I don't know if it's a good thing. The, uh, <laughs> the Kootenanny Ice. Kootenanny. Kootenanny. The Kootenanny Ice. The Kootenanny Ice. They play in Texas. They acquired Jake and Smallwood and a conditional third round draft pick from the uh, Warriors for some other guy who's not Jake and Smallwood. Hmm. Very great way of putting it. <laughs> so, so congratulations to our first ever professional hockey player to appear on this podcast. That's true. Oh, no, I guess. He's not pro yet. Yeah, he's not pro. But when he does he turn will pro, yeah. he will st- he'll be the first. And did we have him <laughs> on before Ben Scrivens? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh. Yeah. Future Kootenanny Ice Star. Kootenanny. Ben Scrivens. Who, by the way, allowed the fastest goal in KHL history? Oh heavens! <laughs> did you see? <laughs> oh, Poor Ben. I'm sorry he's for also laughing. won like goalie of the week a couple times. But like, like fastest goal ever. Ever. That's going to be hard to break. Yeah. Okay. Um, Questions. Guy. Poor guy. Brendan from Sobies wrote on our Reddit. Oh, hey, Brendan, Brendan from Sobies. That his cousin was the other guy in the Jake and Smallwood deal. Whoa! Whoa! He said, how proud should I be that my cousin got traded for Jake and Smallwood? Oh, very proud. That's small very world. Very proud. Smallwood. I mean, you're small. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I don't think we come back from that. That was unnecessary. That was very unnecessary. Come on, that was pretty quick. No. Come on. Anyways. On behalf of the Jesse and I chapter of the Steve Dangle <laughs> podcast, I demand a retraction and apology. Um, I guess last thing. It's December, and we haven't done our Stanley Cup predictions yet. Oh. oh. Our way too early Stanley Cup prediction yeah. is starting to get not way too early, but mm. it's starting to get. Mm. It's here now. Mm-hmm. We need to do another month. Well. And whoever's hey. keeping track of that little chart you made on Twitter. Yeah, keep doing that. Keep doing that. Here's Please. another one. Yeah. <laughs> Here's work for you. Shut up. Here's a prediction. Go <laughs> our podcast. Go Nets. Mm. I got. Standings. Not standings. Uh, sure. Adam, you're up. I get Tampa Bay, Nashville. Again? Man, I just don't see how it doesn't happen. I want it to be the Leafs, by the way. Can that be a, Can it be the Leafs? I'd like it to be the Leafs. I have Winnipeg. In the finals. What? Wow. They're going to lose to oh, Washington. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> Imagine this is the year Washington wins. Because they were pretty it's as bad. It's kind of better. Oh, way it's better. It's kind of a better story. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Tampa-Nashville. <sighs> Hard to argue with. Now, the one thing I will say. Now, get, okay, so the, No the, offense to Kings fans. Um, Vegas, I straight up just don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> They're going to make but, the playoffs. Listen. But, but, but. Don't make the playoffs, but I don't believe them. But, but, but. I don't believe them. But, but, but. I don't I believe I saw it. something like it's okay to say you don't believe it, even if they're going to make the playoffs. But but but, like it's not even Christmas, and I think I saw a stat where they just had their fourth winning streak of three games or more. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus, that's amazing. That's so stupid. I don't understand. It. So you okay. should be embarrassed if you're an NHL team and if you you're can't an NHL get your GM together. Yeah, if you're an NHL GM, you should be embarrassed. Okay, so. <laughs> Here is the Eastern playoff picture, as I understand it, okay? Columbus is the top team in the Metro, but second in the East. So they play the top wildcard team. It will be Columbus, New Jersey, first round. Islanders take on Washington in the Metro series. Tampa takes on the bottom wildcard team, which is the Rangers. Leafs take on Boston. Leaf fans... You are Tampa Bay Lightning fans for the rest of the season. You hope they finish first yep. in this division. And the Leafs will hopefully finish second at worst third. Mm-hmm. Because a day ago, and I guess oh yeah, I am due to tie break, because the Rangers have played 30 games, they have 35 points. Penguins have played 32 games, they have 35 points. A day ago, the first round series was Toronto-Boston and Tampa-Pittsburgh. <laughs> And right now it's Tampa Rangers. And if the Rangers win their next game and New Jersey loses, it's Tampa, New Jersey. And oh boy. Yeah, you're all Tampa so Bay Lightning fans. I say Tampa, Nashville. No. Okay. I still think Tampa perseveres, but that's so shitty. It It is not advantageous at all to win the Atlantic Division right now. Because you're going to have to play one of those Metro monsters. Ew. Uh, final thing. Don't forget to tweet your photos of you and three friends. Marley's life! If you don't have three friends, call your neighbors over. I'm sure they'll want to come to the Marley's game too. Mm-hmm. Marley's life. three friends. And hashtag the sweet life with Adam and Steve. No, is it Steve and Adam or Adam and Steve? I don't care. Adam and Steve is easier to remember. Is the it? S- hashtag the sweet life with Adam and Steve. Mm-hmm. Marley's life! And then demanded immediate retraction. Sunday! <laughs> Oh, Adam. How many backhands did you score, Steve? It'll get you. (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.